Today on Rooted Daily, we look for Bible answers to your questions about the coronavirus pandemic. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and you all over the past week have sent in a ton of questions about all sorts of different topics. Uh, I've done my best to pick out some that I thought were representative of what you guys are curious about. We've already done uh, two episodes on our relationship with government during all of this because that made up about a third of your questions. And we'll do another episode next week about uh, long-term solutions to staying at home. And I also wanna refer anyone uh, with questions about your physical health, your physical safety to coronavirus.gov. Uh, the CDC and White House and FEMA are keeping that regularly updated. But now today we're going to dive into uh, as many of your questions as time allows. And between each question, you'll hear a ding mark the end of an answer. So uh, it's easier for you to keep track of where we are. So let's start. Question number one, what are some good ideas for family devotionals? You know, what a good question and how uh, great is it that so many families are, are thinking about this right now? And I, I wanna be clear, this is just my opinion. And if you wanna just open up the Bible and go for it, then you should, but I would be purposeful here. Yeah, I wanna act like everything is normal. It's not. And obviously how you study is going to be different if you have kids in the home or how old those kids are. But something that would be helpful, I think, for every generation right now is to go back through you know, all the Old Testament accounts of God's provision. Start with how uh, Israel was delivered out of Egypt, how Daniel was saved from the lion's den, how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were saved from the fire because they obeyed God. And there are so many others. But read about and then pray that God will help your family have the peace that comes when we understand that God is always providing for us and he will get us through this moment. Question number two, how do we keep up with daily Bible reading during all of this? Well, uh, it's important more than ever now, I think, to keep our roots strong. We should be opening up the Bible every day right now, but that may not mean that we stay on the same plan as what we were on in February. You know, I'm still reading along with our weekly Bible reading plan, but that may not make sense for everyone. Maybe uh, you wanna spend more time looking at God's provision right now, or uh, you have specific questions you need answered. So the bottom line is don't give up on reading every day, but allow yourself some flexibility. The Bible, it should be our source of hope right now, not just a, a textbook we need to learn. Question number three, what would you say to someone who is going to say after this uh, period of online services that they are just as good as going to a building? Well, they're not, period. Yeah, I think that yes, there probably are some people out there who are already arguing before this that they could be faithful and never gather with the church. Maybe they thought Bible study on their own or even watching a live stream would be enough. But I think this experiment in online worship, while it's good that we have the techno technology to, to do what we're doing now, it also lays bare what we are missing and what we need to focus on when we get back. The church 
isn't a spectator sport and it's not an intellectual pursuit. It is a family dedicated to a common cause and united under one head in Jesus. Just like uh, with a physical family, live streaming uh, and Zoom calls, they just aren't the same as a big family meal. Maybe they're okay uh, when that's the best you can do, but it's better to be together. Listen to, to Paul when he wrote letters to the different groups of Christians. And yes, he was still in communication with them, but he longed to be there physically. And we should too. Question number four. Can we take communion outside the assembly? First off, communion is something we come together to do. That's the Bible's example. Acts 2 says, uh, the early Christians continued in the breaking of the bread steadfastly, meaning it was a regular occurrence. Acts 20 tells us uh, the disciples came together on the first day of the week to do so. Uh, communion was important to them, and it should be important to us even now. And 1 Corinthians 11 uh, is all about the togetherness of it. It's not about some special condition of the bread or the juice, just like baptism uh, isn't about water. The Lord's Supper isn't about matzo bread and Welch's grape juice. It's about coming together to remember, uh, to remember Christ's sacrifice every first day of the week. And so in that sense, the ideal situation is clearly to be with the whole local church and declare Christ's death together. And I don't see any biblical example where communion is taken alone. But obviously, once the church left Jerusalem, and even while they were still there, the whole church was not always together to do this. Surely they wanted to be, but they faced pressures to split off, just like uh, we have that pressure now, real uh, uh, reasonable pressure. And so they met house to house in many instances. Some of them fled persecution to uh, remote places. And yet we see no evidence that the steadfastness of their participation in the Lord's Supper changed. So uh, what does that mean for us? Well, that's all I can say definitively, but I think it means it is very important for us to strive to keep participating in the Lord's Supper according to the biblical pattern of togetherness, whether that's with other Christians in our home uh, or when necessary with other Christians remotely through a, a conference call or something. Uh, and with more certainty, I can say it would be a grave mistake to neglect altogether declaring the Lord's death until he comes, as Paul puts it, during this strange time, even if uh, the meal isn't shared. You know, from 1 Corinthians 11, we see uh, that this is one of the central reasons the, the church should come together. So uh, if as the church, we are finding all these extraordinary ways to continue other parts of our worship, uh, I think we should make every effort to follow the Bible's pattern for communion even now. Next, we have a question about communion. Question number five. I don't have any unleavened bread or grape juice at my home. Is it okay if I use a substitute? Uh, let me build off of uh, an analogy I used for the last question. Just like baptism isn't about water, communion isn't about unleavened bread and grape juice. Those things are, are symbolic of something more, but that doesn't mean that they can be ignored. Baptism requires water, and communion requires unleavened bread and grape juice. So uh, we shouldn't substitute what the Bible tells us to do, but it is good that you want to participate in the Lord's Supper. That's great. And the good news is that what the Bible says we need for it 
uh, isn't too burdensome to get our hands on. You know, I'll post the, the simple recipe I use for bread in the comments. And remember, this is really important for us. You know, this is us declaring the greatest truth we can know, that Jesus loved me enough to die for me. So make sure, plan ahead. Make sure you're stocked up for quarantine. Uh, and I think this is the last one that we have time for. Question number seven. What are you and Lauren doing? Uh, most days we move between uh, the couch in the den and the couch in the living room a few times. Uh, we occasionally uh, break things up by foraging for food. And I'm only kind of joking. No, we, we're getting along like everyone else. Uh, Lauren's teaching French horn lessons on Zoom uh, as much as she can. She misses her students. Um, I'm grateful. I can still be in the office most days. I can keep kind of a, a routine. We're learning some new recipes. We're uh, doing our part to uh, support local business, doing some uh, takeout every once in a while. Lauren's trying to convince me uh, go out and exercise more, but we're safe, mostly at home. Uh, we're doing well. We're just praying for those people who are out and working to keep us fed and uh, keep the lights on and in our hospitals and clinics and elsewhere. Uh, working to keep us healthy. And that's the last question I can do. Otherwise, I make myself a liar because we're going to go over our 10 minutes. But we'll do another one of these again uh, because I think there are still a lot of good questions sitting in my inbox a couple weeks. Uh, we'll do another Q&A where we'll work through those questions uh, and any others that, that you come up with and, and send in to me to uh, COVID at RootedDaily.com. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I'm looking forward to sitting down and opening up God's word with you next time.